Welcome back to the Talk and Chop podcast brought to you by the folks at Chief of Staff KC, your local talent scouts making connections that matter. That's right. This week, we are joined by Adriana Bates, partner at Clear Mortgage LLC. Adriana, I heard you just got back from Cabo. How I was did. your vacation? Well, I had to put on a sweater, so I was pretty pissed oh, no. about that this morning. Fair. I have a very nice tan. I don't know if I am. You said I'm not on frame? Wait. No, so, you're yeah, good. Okay, you're good. good. I am on frame. Okay. I was like, in the beginning, it's like, you're not going to be on camera. I was like, wait, I want to be on camera. You're on yeah, camera. Well, I have a very camera. nice tan, but I had to put on a sweater this morning, so I'm very disappointed to be back in oh, Kansas yeah. City. Yeah, I would I like to just be in Cabo. So now that when we're talking, you're not on camera, but oh, when, you know, this is fancy. Yeah. Yeah. You've yeah. got a really good media team behind you. I give it. <laughs> I'm not giving Casey credit for that. That's your guys' credit. That's right. That's right. Uh, well, what a terrible game last week. I think we all uh, just want to sweep that one under the rug and move on. So uh, we'll touch on it, but uh, we're, you know, we're on to New York That's right. uh, for week eight matchup uh, on Monday night back at home. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we will right the ship. Uh, we'll get into uh, you know, our takes on that game and all that coming up. But first, we're bringing you our position of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff KC, your local trusted talent scouts. We're, we're a recruiting firm in Brookside, and we'll bring you the best accounting and finance, admin, marketing, HR, ops, and sales positions or talent Caden City has to offer. Lucas, what do you got this week? So Casey, this is actually one of his clients. Hopefully he's okay with me sharing this. It's a pretty exciting one. It's a, a private equity firm here in town They're looking for a financial analyst. Uh, they want somebody to come in, be on the buy side of things, but do a lot of the research and due diligence for potential acquisitions uh, long term. So a lot of the public accountants that have always, you know, been drawn to those types of roles, we have one. And, and Kansas City, you know the market, we don't have a ton of those here. So I, I think, you know, if you're interested at all before next busy season, give me a shout. Uh, you could dive into that finance side right away. Looking for a pretty specific background, but either way, we have other opportunities as well. Um, the administrative side, they're still cooking. Customer service roles, as always. Um, so if you want to get out of your retail job, uh, give Tiffany or Bradley a shout. And then on the operations side, sales side, we have some new sales manager positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we still have some, uh, I wouldn't say light industrial, but like warehouse type of manager roles as well. So kind of all across the board, this is the busy we've ever been going into Q4. Uh, so it, it's a good time to test the market still. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, those are your positions of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff. Take it away, Lucas. All right, Adriana. Thank you for being here. Casey speaks very highly of you. And you uh, that's right. No, and I'm just using it. So <laughs> Don't have, believe the bad stuff. <laughs> that's right. We have a good idea of what she does, but the other viewers at home, they may not sure. know. So do you mind giving us a little insight? Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. And this is a really cool setup. I mean, I listen to it on the podcast platform. Mm, yeah. And I don't know if you're watching it, but it's really neat. And you guys have built something really amazing out here. So kudos to you guys. Um, So again, my name is Adriana. I am a partner at Clear Mortgage. So we run a mortgage company. We try to be a little bit different. We try to have a really fun environment, Mm -hmm. not the cube um, bank type and feel. Uh, The average age of a loan officer and demographic is a 54 year old white male. So we're trying to change it up a little bit. We're down in the crossroads. We have an art gallery below us. So... It's the idea was there to kind of recruit a younger generation, mm. whether that's working yet or not. I might need to talk to Casey about, you know, <laughs> figuring out how to do that. But our idea is to grow in a different way to have a more tech based hmm. mortgage company, but bring that personal feel in with it when it's needed. You know, sure. I think um, tech can only replace so much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And I have to ask you, you did play a little basketball, uh, I did. right? Did, I did. Did you I make did. it to the, you made it collegiate I, level. You didn't I make did. it. Okay. I did. Uh, I went, to, I got a full ride to Brown. Okay. So nice. I'm, wow. I just have a nice jump shot. I'm not that smart. No, I'm just 
Uh, I'm from the East Coast originally, so oh, I'm from upstate New York, which um, we can t- when we talk about sports, it'll be interesting as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I played throughout college, so I played four years there. Okay. Um, women's sports, I mean, and we can go on a whole tangent about sure. that. So sure. After my post-college career, the really only opportunity you have is to go overseas to play. Really? Um, I mean, the WMBA is growing, but I graduated in 06. Sorry, young okay. guys. I know. It was yeah. a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't as lucrative as it is now. Sure, sure. Okay, well, I had to ask. He, like I said, he said you had a, a pretty good game, so I figured I can still ask. be, I mean, I'm like, I can kill everybody in horse. Yeah. You know? There you go. My first step is gone after blowing my Achilles, but. Yeah, well, at least you're not Casey out there. <laughs> That's right. I did not rupture my plantar fasciitis shots. by yeah. walking. Yeah. Okay, let's just put that out there. This will be his favorite, this will be his favorite episode, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, Chief of Staff, in honor of Casey, actually, he likes to call us the, the conduits of culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we find that focusing on culture fit is vital to making a successful placement mm-hmm. um, in the long run. So from your experience managing Clear Mortgage, I know you just mentioned you're looking to kind of get younger and have a more yeah. tech-focused approach. But, you know, what are your thoughts on culture? What do you really look for when you hire? Well, it didn't, I, this is going to be a very honest podcast. So That's right, yeah. At first, I was very frustrated with culture. I thought mm-hmm. there was too much emphasis put on culture. I'm a very sales-driven person. I've always been on the sales side, and we can go into a sales ops battle all day, and sure. I'm 100% on the sales side. That's just my lifeblood is my personality. Um, if I know you guys live, breathe, die personality profiles. Mm-hmm. I am the stereotypical, all like on the disc. I'm like all D, yeah, all yeah, I, yeah. zero S, zero C. Like gotcha. that is me too. So culture uh-huh. is a waste of effing time. Like yeah, let's okay. go get a deal. Let's close it. Yep. Why are we talking about whose birthday it is? Like right. how much time did it really take for you to blow up that balloon bouquet and <laughs> drop that glitter bomb? Like I want to talk about that. Oh, like right. how many calls could we have made in that time? So yeah. that was my old view on mm-hmm. culture. I am understanding now that there are different personality types and not everyone is like me. Mm. So some people value those things like maybe stopping in the middle of day and having a yoga class, which is what we do at clear mortgage. And all I can hear is my phone buzzing, which (laughs) gives me very high anxiety, but I understand that it is very necessary to allow people to debrief and meditate in the middle of the workday. Nothing like some anxious yoga. Oh my God. (laughs) I have anxiety thinking about it anyways. So I understand the importance of culture. Sure. Am yeah. I the best implementer of culture? No. That's why I really need chief of staff like to like find me someone that can just implement culture in yep. my office. Like remind me to tell people, great job on yeah. that report. Like mm-hmm. I, I just need. I I understand, and it's a, definitely a necessity, especially with this different generation that's coming into the workforce. Mm-hmm. I think there has to be a community within the workplace. There has to be a feeling of family. Um, that we work really hard, but we play really hard together. I think that's very difficult to fake, mm. and I'm struggling with that right now. Sure, sure. Well, thanks for sharing. I, I love the transparency. You know, it definitely yeah. adds a, a Hopefully nice. Hopefully, my employees. Yeah, yeah. listen to this. <laughs> as far as but they know, I'm trying. You know, you I'm go. trying. That's right. That's, That's all that matters. matters. I like have happy hours and stuff. I try to go. Hey, there we go. Well, I'm drinking right now. I'm like pounding water. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Quick hitter segment now. So we're gonna just hit a first down. Sack and a Hail Mary. First down is going to be a recent bit of success yourself or Clear Mortgage has had that led to more success. And we'll start there. Uh, we have now expanded into multiple states. So we're not just a local here in Kansas and nice. Missouri. Uh, we're in North Carolina. We're in Ohio. We're in Florida. Okay. Um, so we are growing and it's really just around talent. So I speak once a quarter in the mortgage industry. Um, if you've ever had a mortgage professional in this seat before, 
you'd probably vouch that they don't have a lot of personality nor character. Oh, no. So all I'm saying is that when you find talent and when yeah. you find people that are innovative and smart mm -hmm. and charismatic, you scoop them up and you right. coddle mm -hmm. them like a small, lonely <laughs> child and you let them grow in a yeah. really cool um, culture. That's Maybe. exciting. I think she's the first. Right? Yeah, I think and only. Yeah. I'm and telling only. you right now, you're right. not going to have no mortgage. <laughs> another person in mortgage is not going to sit in the You've seat. You've set the bar exponentially <laughs> high, so we're good. Uh, Sachs, recent setback you've had to overcome um, and you've learned from. So I'm a small business in a big big business industry. You know, mm -hmm. uh, mortgages run by bigger banks, yep. uh, bigger correspondent lenders. Mm -hmm. And I feel as though I have become the training ground for these banks to just come in and recruit my staff, oh, which no. is driving me crazy. Sure. So um, it's always a sec and it's a sec to my gut because I put in my biggest commodity is my time. You know, yep. it's oh, yeah. my biggest, it's, it's the biggest, it's the way I make money. My it's the, it's, it's where I could be spending with my kids. Mm -hmm. So the amount of time and energy that I invest in new employees that I bring from the ground up that don't have experience mm -hmm. and I train them to be the best of the best. And then this large <laughs> bank just comes in and swoops them up. Yeah. It's a gut punch every time. Uh, absolutely. And, and I and don't know how to, I, I think maybe we could like, this could be like a therapy session. Like is the culture <laughs> what's missing there that yeah. maybe to keep some more loyal employees or to, to, you know, I, we're, we're implementing the 401ks. We're implementing the benefits. We're trying to, I hear when you're in your previous podcast, mm -hmm. when you're talking about the, like the a great paying position, we are mm -hmm. at the highest of yeah. the comp level. Like how go. retention, like maybe you guys need to do a podcast just to like teach companies mm -hmm. about employee retention and to prevent yeah. this crazy turnover of your generation. Yes, yeah. I'm looking at both of you. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, a lot of young people, they, they bounce around until they find Why? what they're happy mm -hmm. with. And it's not always that they're looking for something new. It's they're looking for, you know, somewhere they can, you know, Make a see themselves in the long run, but then also just kind of buy into something bigger than themselves, honestly, mm -hmm. and building something, mm -hmm. which, you know, you would think as a, as a smaller business, that's, that's, you know, what they would see in your company. So that'd be interesting. I'd love to talk to you more about that. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk afterwards, but they're treating them almost like gigs, you yeah. know, yes. like, oh, let's, let's give this one a shot. Let's give this one a shot. So Hiring's hard, but retention's a lot harder. Mm -hmm. than it really what is. I've tried to implement now is something called Trainual. Have you guys seen Trainual? It's the, no. oh my Trainual. gosh, you guys are gonna love it. It's this tech that is basically building out a playbook for your business. So mm. for small businesses, training and onboarding is one of the most daunting pieces of scaling and growing, yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. And if it's done incorrectly and not, if you don't dedicate enough time to it, it, it can really make or break your business, yeah. I think. And mm -hmm. that's where I think entrepreneurs or business owners make the biggest mistakes is they want to scale, but they don't train and onboard properly. Right. So train is really, this is not a plug. This is not a sponsor, <laughs> whatever it is. Shout I'm not an influencer, but train has made a huge difference and you guys should look into it. Nice. And okay. I think you could do, you can, it's, you'll, I can't explain it. And okay. I do a really well, bad job, but no. it's, it's helped. <laughs> Good call. It and then lastly, yeah. like the hail Mary, the big goal you're working on for sure. clear mortgage for the next year. So, uh, it's a numbers, you know, numbers game. So right now mm -hmm. we're doing about 200 million a year, which is, mm -hmm. you guys, that's, it's a it's metric. A it's, a, it's a lot of money. Yeah. So uh, we want to grow by five times sure. in 2022, which is crazy because in the mortgage world, 2020 and 2021, yeah. um, while most industries had a really mm -hmm. tough time in the mortgage world and the real estate world, mm -hmm. as 
I mean, you have to be living under a rock to not know that mm-hmm. it's just absolutely booming right now. Yep. So actually our 2020 year was blown out of the water by 2021 already. And we're just started Q4, you yeah, know, so sure. 2022, we have some big goals. We've onboarded some really good talent. And so we're hoping to grow, you know, we're hoping to scale. Oh, yeah. no, it's exciting. Well, best of luck with that. Yeah, that's absolutely. an awesome goal to have. That's yeah. a, it's a big number to hit. Maybe we'll all go to Cabo. There we go. <laughs> there we, <laughs> we go. Hit it. And then you have to share with everybody, maybe if you would like the, yeah. the challenge you're undertaking right now is, uh, I've heard oh, a little bit about yeah, it. 75 hard. So I'm on the end of it. So it's not, oh. you should have asked me like in the first week <laughs> how I was doing. Sure. I would have been like in cold sweats. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so I'm right in the middle of 75 hard, which is for anyone that doesn't know is just, it's not a diet challenge. It's truly a lifestyle challenge mm-hmm. where it's two workouts a day. One of them being outside 45 minutes, you drink a gallon of water, no alcohol yeah. and following a diet plan. So for me, I'm intermittent fasting, following a clean diet. It's like a paleo diet. So um, it's really helped just uh, clear my head, kind of get me focused. I have a very controlling type A type personality. Mm -hmm. So if I feel like I'm in control in one part of my life, Mm -hmm. the rest of things usually typically fall in line. It's that discipline. Yeah, it's that discipline. So it's, it's, um, it's been interesting going on trips to like Cabo and Vegas and having the chiefs not be so awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So there's been definitely a time, you know, where I wanted to just throw back a couple of drinks, but it's been, I drink club soda and water. That's impressive. Maybe they'll have like a 10 day hard for you and I. You know, I have a lot of friends that are like, yeah, let's do 30 easy. Like, can we do 30? But it's the whole thing. You know, if you listen to it or if you read his book, um, it's just about putting yourself in it. If you live in the uncomfortable, then when you're truly in the uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's easy. No, yeah. I, I love well, that. Well, you know, maybe the Chiefs are going to force me to stop drinking after a while. <laughs> That's you right. Know, maybe, uh, maybe if they don't, they don't turn the ship around. Uh, you know, come January, we'll we'll have some free time on our hands. That's but right. We'll, we'll see. Um, you know, so and in a testament to Andy Reid, every week we give our guests the first take, um, kind of. <laughs> Uh, recap in the game. So how, how did you think that, uh, that Titans game went on Sunday? Well, there's a lot of tequila being thrown back while we yeah. were watching that game. Um, so I was explaining to the boys before we went on air that I'm sorry if I call you the boys, but you're the boys. Yeah, we're the, the boys. boys um, right. Before we went on air, that um, surprisingly there was a lot of Chiefs fans in this very exclusive resort in Cabo, and it was the most depressing scene yeah. I have ever envisioned where it was like this beautiful backdrop and just these depressed men um, <laughs> throwing back very expensive tequila um, and just with their like tears um, in their eyes almost and their heads in their hands, just disappointment. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So a lot of tequila and a lot of disappointment is my summary of the game. Tucker, did you have some tequila? I thought I saw something on social media. You're pounding some shots as well. There you go. Oh, our tequila was a lot better than that Patron. Sorry. Um, but I just think it was, I think it was sloppy. I think the defense can't do anything. And our offense is just, I don't know if they're getting comfortable or what, but they just looked messy. We got to step it up. Uh, The only positive that I can really hang my hat on is, is Patrick tweeted about next week. Like, I, I don't even think there was anything to pull from the most recent game. The fact that he's looking on, you know, to Monday Night Football and the Giants. Okay, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll rally behind that and let's keep this thing moving. I don't have much yeah. to say. I mean, as much as I, you know, am a big fan of his positivity and his optimism, looking forward to the rest of the year, the challenge of, you know, writing a story, writing a narrative, mm-hmm. you know, figuring out who this team is, all of that. I get it. But it's also his fault. He's pressing. Absolutely. He's he's 100% pressing. He's making some of the worst throws that I've ever seen this man make. Mm-hmm. And it's because they go behind uh, every game. Like, you know, we can't keep deferring the ball because then we just set ourselves in a hole that we're trying to come back from. Like, our defense can't yep. stop anyone. Like, 
I know that's been our strategy, but maybe it's time to, I mean, if now's the best time to do anything, I think we should uh, maybe look into uh, taking the ball in the first half. I think we should talk about what no one wants to talk about. How he's now a working dad and has a baby and a life at home. Yeah. He stole he, the words right out. Can yeah. he handle it? You yeah. deal with yeah. it all the time. I have three yeah. kids. I had to go right back to work yeah. after I had a baby. I legitimately yeah. worked in the hospital bed. Wow. Can this man yeah. keep up with managing it all? Right. Doesn't it help that his brother is doing TikToks and getting in the news and just disappointing. I think he's a young guy that's got a lot on his yeah. plate and he's yeah. got he's got to figure out this work life balance um, that does not exist. Yep. So he um, he's got a lot of pressures on him and yeah. I don't think he's handling it very yeah, well. Yeah, he's right been. Now. A couple long seasons these past two years, everyone mm-hmm. thinks you know time's just catching up to him. So we'll see how he handles it. There's, there's probably some truth behind that theory. You can edit so. that out. No, I love it. I love it. We get it all the time though. Is working women yeah, like yeah. we're like, oh, let's see what happens to 100%. their career once they have their children. You yeah. know, yeah. it's it's. I hate to say it because this is obviously Chiefs country, but it's a little bit refreshing to hear uh, uh, some fault being pointed towards. Oh, he now has to manage a family. Yeah. And a baby. Yep. Yeah, and he's only 24. I mean, yeah, it's a lot. Young. But, um, so you know, let's let's sweep that game under the yeah, rug. Right. I know there's a lot Monday? to learn from, Next. but yeah. yeah, we're on to New York. Um, <laughs> so the Chiefs come back home to Arrowhead for Monday Night Football. Yeah. Hopefully, going to right this ship, but uh, we'll see. How do you think this game's going to go against New I'm York? I'm from upstate New York, so I'm a Bills fan. I grew up a nah. Bills fan, so it's okay. It's, we'll let it, yeah, we'll we'll it, it, yeah, I know. Part of the you can't really yeah. talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> just saw what happened. That's right. Um, but. I think they have a little bit more time. It's a Monday mm-hmm. night game, so they can, you know, work mm-hmm. on some things yeah. for a little bit longer. And yeah. it's also the the Giants suck. So it's true. Can, uh, can we write the ship? I hope so. Yeah, I would hope no. so. If we don't, yeah. then I think your next podcast is going to be. Um, yeah. <clears throat> can we please get some pressure on the quarterback? Like, please, just one can sack. Like that would be absolutely wonderful. We've gone from a, a dominant D line or so I thought the last couple of years yeah. uh, with Chris Jones being on the inside to just you know, maybe blowing on the quarterback from a couple feet away. Like we can't even get in, yeah. in scratching distance. So that's, um, that's the one thing I want to see from Monday night is, is put Daniel Jones in the dirt a couple times and, and hopefully we can, you know, use that to rally. Yeah. I mean, you know, my only take is if, if we can't get this right, I mean, we're going to be on national television and we are going to be exposed. So, yeah. Relax. Uh, I'm not very confident going into this game, you but you know, based on uh, chiefs past, I, I think, this is a, I don't know. It's been, we beat the Eagles. We're going to mm-hmm. write the ship and mm-hmm. we come home. We lose the Bills. And yeah. then we beat Washington. We write the ship and then we lose yep. the Titans. So hopefully if the pattern follows, we kick the crap out of the Giants on national television. And we're so. home. Yes. So I think yeah. going to be a big, it's going to be a big It didn't matter against the Bills. Statistically <laughs> yeah, speaking, yeah. that offense, <clears throat> we're still looking good on the numbers. So we're due, right? Like if you want to look at it that way. Yeah. So I'm going to still hang my hat on that. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, well, let's get into score predictions. Adrian, okay. do you have a uh, potential score prediction for no, the game? No, I'm not going to score predict <laughs> A lot to I a little. Know. Yeah, a lot to a little, <laughs> yeah. I hope. But, yeah. I mean, let's just hopefully it's high scoring. I yeah. mean, because our defense hasn't yeah. done anything. So mm-hmm. let's just hope that we can come out on fire and, yep. and our offense is doing well. So let's just hope for a high score All on right. our side. I like it. Um, <clears throat> 31-21, Chiefs will win in uh, not the most dominant fashion, but I think we'll get it done. Yeah, I'm going to say 34-24, to 24, pretty similar to use, mm-hmm. uh, but add, add, a, add a field goal on sure. there for both teams. Tucker, mm-hmm. what do you got? I'm going to go with 34-13. 34-13. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see, that would be, that'd be nice, nice, right? You know, stop Daniel Jones, you know, 
like who's his wide receiver? Kadarius Tony now. He's coming uh, off a hurt like, ankle, I think. So. Yeah, they don't really have any wide receivers. So hey, maybe if we can uh, actually play some defense in the back end, we can get That's some right. pressure in the front end. Yep. Um, you know, not that it's our corner's fault by any means. There's just no pass for us, but. We will see That's on right. Monday night. But uh, Adriana, thank you so much for Appreciate being with us. It, no, it's, uh, it was a great fun, time. Yeah. It was awesome. Conversation before was great as well, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's been great to know. Yeah. So, um, but that does it for week seven of Talk and Chop. Whether you're listening on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever the button you press to get your <laughs> podcast. That's right. Uh, make sure to follow us along all season as we interview some of Kansas City's top execs and personalities. Um, but yeah, we'll catch you all next week. And as always, go, go Chiefs. Chiefs.